Hello, hello, and welcome to the Divinely Driven Results live show. My name is Elise Smith, Christian business strategist, and we get to empower Christian women entrepreneurs just like you to be able to reach their sales goals by partnering with God, empowering their mindset, and utilizing biblical business strategy. Now, sisters, do you know who your divine client is, and how well do you know how to attract them? That's the question, right? So we want to see in the comments below who is your divine client that we, you might know them as your ideal client or customer or your avatar. We like to call them your divine client because this is who you are meant to serve in your business. This is your God-given calling to be able to find these types of people. And so it's really, really powerful. So you never know who is going to be watching this. So make sure you put in the comments below who your divine client is as we get ready to watch an incredible clip from a workshop that we had earlier this year. So we're going to learn all about how to find those that you're meant to serve and really stop being all things to all people because it doesn't work, right? <laughs> One of my big pet peeves is when I ask someone uh, who they serve and they say, oh, I serve everyone. Well, yeah, you can serve everyone, but who are you called to serve? There's a huge difference there. And maybe you're posting and posting and you're just not getting any kind of response on your offers. And it might be because you aren't niched down enough and speaking to their actual needs. This is one thing that makes a huge difference in our clients' businesses when they can finally narrow down who that divine client is and really speak to that person. So maybe you need a new perspective on branding and finding your divine client and attracting them. And that's exactly what we're going to do here today. So Jennifer Bryce Seeley is our uh, divine business accelerator coach focused on divine client branding. Guys, she is absolutely incredible. Um, Jennifer is the the CEO of Build With Branding Business Photography and runs the Facebook group Beyond Branding, Improving the Customer Experience. She initially took up photography, and by the way, she's an incredible photographer. If you've seen pretty much any branding shot on my social media, she's done it. Um, she is just amazing. Uh, but she initially took up photography for better family photos, but quickly found that business photography is her passion, and she's really good at it. <laughs> she earned her brand management certification from Cornell University. She's also a Fix This Next coach, and she loves the opportunity to share that knowledge with other entrepreneurs. Uh, she loves to create art and connect with people. She lives here in Utah as well, um, and she's passionate about helping entrepreneurs build their business so that they can change the world. That's exactly what we're doing, right? By laying a strong foundation through branding principles and message-driven images. So if that sounds great to you, you are going to absolutely love Jennifer in this clip. We did a workshop, a free workshop earlier this year called The Seven Pillars to Profit. And this is just one piece of that workshop so that you can get an idea of how to really identify who your divine client is and start attracting them so you can gain more sales and more opportunities to serve others. So we're going to take a peek here at what we've got. And um, I'm super excited for us to, uh, to watch this clip here with Jennifer because you guys are going to love it. So here we go. Today, I really want to focus on how we love our divine clients, because when we love our divine clients, we are going to attract our divine clients. So the scripture I wanted to start with is John 13, 34 and 35. And it says, 
this is Christ speaking directly to us, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if you have love to one to another. And that is the biggest goal, the best goal that we have in our lives. So that is where I want to start is that's, that's our goal with divine client branding. It all is going to start with love and especially love of Christ. So before we dive fully into branding, let's talk about what branding is. I hear it all the time. I have a brand to see my logo. Hmm. A logo is not your brand. Brand has to be more than that. So uh, when you go through the branding process, what you're doing is you're setting up systems that make sure that you can treat your clients the same way consistently every time. And the look that you might give those systems, your business, your, your website, your social media, all of those look items only remind people of how awesome you are. So when you are awesome in your systems, your brand goes places and the look helps. But without the awesome in your systems, your brand is going to remind people of things that you don't want them to be reminded of. So we want to get away from thinking of brand as only choosing colors and fonts and logos, but to looking at how we treat our customers, which is why I love being in the spot of divine client branding, because that's my goal. You heard the name of my Facebook group is Beyond Branding improving the customer experience and you're all invited to join it's a public facebook group and i'm happy to have you there what is holding you back what is holding you back in your business there are some things that you, that we think we have to do when we are struggling to find who we're meant to serve it means we probably don't know who we're meant to serve as carefully as we should when we're exhausted trying to be all things to all people, oh man, everybody needs a good brand manager in their lives because we get focused down and narrow in on what we're supposed to do. That makes sure that we're not exhausted because we've narrowed our focus. If we are posting and posting, we're not talking to the people that we are really supposed to be serving often. And that's what's happening when you're posting over and over and it's not reaching the people that you need to reach. And finally, are you scared to narrow down because you might be missing out on business? Oh, sisters, my friends, that is not the way to think about it. Narrowing down is the way to widen out. I know it doesn't sound like it's true, but it really is. When we narrow down our divine client, which we're, I'm going to show you how to do that next, we start having other clients come through that same narrowed hole that we've created. And it's because we're truly serving the people that we are meant to serve. As Elise started with, we know who we're meant to serve from before we came to this earth. And so as we make the effort to attract those people, they will bring us other people that we're meant to serve. So let's dive, go forward. How, how do you do this? Now in your workbook, there is a page that uh, allows you to fill in the blank. And so if we, as we go through this, if you want to fill in your blanks, this is on page 10, please do so. This is a narrowing down process. In your workbook, we had to lay, lay them out on top of each other, but notice here on the slides, they get narrower and narrower. So the, the goal here is to take the answer to each question above and apply the answer to the next question below only to what's above. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna narrow down, narrow down, narrow down. So think about your products and services. 
And I want you to put into the chat what it is you sell and who is the most likely demographic, use those demographic words, who is the most likely person to buy what you sell, your products or services? Because that's the first question. What demographic is most likely to have a problem that your products or services will solve, right? So put that in the chat. Who is it that is that is going to be beautiful because of your beauty products, that is going to be helped because of your productivity services? Who is the most likely person who has the problem that you're going to solve? Super busy sisters, Kat says. That doesn't quite answer my question, Deborah. I'm sure that's for someone else. <laughs> Geeky Beth says, small business owner with 20 or less employees, overwhelmed with all things digital, not sure how to make it work. That's number one and two. Go Beth, you're way ahead of the game. Good job. So as we take that demographic, fill it in. So if I were to fill in mine, mine is business owners, usually between 40 and 50, who've been in business for three to five years. That's my demographic that I'm trying to, to reach. Okay. So then I, as I write that on my list and go to the next question, question number two, what is going on in their lives or business? That means they're ready to consider the solution you offer. So now you're going to add a life event you're going to add a business event that's going to help them. And that will help them help you to see how you're going to help them. So what is it for me? I call it the hump. Businesses that reach the hump in their business, it happens around three to five years. They've got most things figured out, but all of a sudden they're going, is this all there is? It, uh, how do I move forward? How do I grow? How do I scale? That is the, the business event for me that I put on my list. So now I'm looking for business owners, 40 to 50 years old, who've been in business three to five years, and they've hit the hump. They're starting to wonder what more. So that's that event. So now my divine client just got a little bit narrower. So now we go into question three. With that answer to question two and one, we ask, what goals do they have? What is it they're looking for? that helps your, your product, or product or service be a solution. Those kinds of things then narrow it down once more again. So the goal is I wanna grow. The goal is I wanna reach more people. The goal is I wanna increase the number of products that I, that I give to people. All of those can be part of that goal process. That's how I answer it. Oh, I'm loving this, you guys. Deborah Hennings is looking for people who need medical answers. Good. Professional people between 35 and 55 who are ready to scale up, right? We take that and we begin to narrow it down, narrow it down by asking ourselves some questions. Now, in all of this, ensure that your questions that you're asking are coming from God, because I can give you the general questions here, but these questions are questions God will lead you in how to narrow down your questions, get even more specific in the questions that you're asking. So we have who we serve, what their life events are, and then what goals do they have? Number four question, where are they spending their leisure or learning time that your solution can find them? Huge. This is huge because you've got to be in the place where you're you can be found by the people you want to be found by. Now, one time I taught this and I was taught teaching someone in the class who was a, a, an owner for Chalk Couture. 
and we talked about it and she kind of, we came to the realization as we went through the question, that the place where her clients are, are going to be expos, home expos, that she really needed to have a booth in home expos, something she'd never actually considered. It changed how she does her business because when you look at where they're learning, where they're spending their time, that means you can reach them. And finally, we pull back from the them and we go back to you. Number five, why is your solution the best one for them? You need to speak to the person who got to number four, who is in your demographic, has a problem you can solve, has goals that you can help with, and is in the place where you can reach them. When you do have all of that, you have the divine client that God wants you to reach because you have the solution with your products or services. So that is how we narrow that down. Now realize again, when we narrow it down to that very small hole, we'll have other clients coming through that hole all the time. Your divine client will bring you other divine clients because guess what? They're gonna know people in the same space as you're in. And that's, that's kind of how that works. Now, what do you do with them when they get to you? This is the big how. Start with asking with prayer for them. We all need to have prayer for our clients. Something that the least teaches in the business meetings with God is there's a prayer list on a, on a weekly basis that you're praying and thinking and considering how can you best serve those clients? The scripture that goes with this is one of my favorites. I actually have written multiple essays on this particular, these particular verses because they're so powerful. This is from 1 Corinthians 13 and it's four through seven. As I read this scripture to you, I want you to ask yourself, how does this apply to how you feel about your clients? What is one thing that reading this scripture teaches you about how you'll think about your clients? And put that in the chat as it pops into your head, just pop that in the chat really fast for us. So here's the verses. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, and thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. What came to your mind? What kinds of things does that teach you about interacting with your divine client? Pop those in the chat so we can take a minute and, and think about the process that charity brings to, the, to your divine client. Kat has an amazing prayer system, by the way. When you get to work with Kat, she will teach you her prayer system that is um, amazing for helping to pray for your clients in new ways that you have never considered. I love it when Kat teaches that. Okay, so the first thing to do for your divine clients, oh, seek not her own, says Donna. Share the love, light, and joy, says Dee. Thank you. Oh, it's not about you. It's about serving them. So true. I am grateful those, that scripture taught so many thing, different things. It always teaches me and helps me to be better. So begin with prayer for your clients. Cynthia says, be transparent. I really like that one as well. Great job, everybody. 
pray for clients. And then step two, build strong relationships. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but I sometimes find it difficult to be building strong relationships with clients, especially with photography clients. There's a, a connection process that I always do beforehand. And then we take their pictures and then it, sometimes it feels like the end and I never see them again or never know what they do with their photos. I, I, that strong relationship comes though, when we do something before, during and after the sale to build that strong relationship. Now in your workbooks, there are multiple pages on building the strong relationships part. I'm gonna ask you some questions. We're looking at page 11 on a step two. Uh, that will help get us started. And then there's more to come in the work coming workbook pages. I'll just warn you now. So on step two, begin with a list of development, relationship development questions. What do you like to ask clients? I, you know what? I'm totally going to ha have you guys put that in the chat. What questions do you ask? Because each other's questions will help us. So what questions do you ask when you're getting to know a client? Number two, as you talk to that client, look for how that client excels. What is she really good at? I find occasionally that we need to have the opportunity to triumph with our clients, to say, you're amazing, and even be able to ask her advice for things and be able to take her advice and then report back is the way we develop a relationship. Ask what she is good at. And, and, then sh and then triumph with her in that. When we build each other's strengths, we do amazing things for each other. Number three, find out where she learns. This one comes up again, because when you find out where she learns and go and learn from who she's learning from, you begin to have things in common. And that's what's really important about that process, that you begin to have those things in common. Oh, I'm loving these questions. Elise says, what is your sole purpose goals? Luann says, what is your biggest challenge to being visible in your business? Good one. Um, and what is your favorite part of your business? Excellent. Those are great, great questions. When they give you answers, step number three, act on those answers. They're going to give you answers that are going to help you share what they need, right? That's what you're asking for is you need to ask questions that let them share what they need with you. When they tell you the needs, you have found out what many of your divine clients needs are. And that's a critical part of the process. When you find out a need that your divine clients have that you can then meet, then you put that into your marketing, your systems, your programs, and your sales. When you are meeting somebody's needs because you found out through a, a client interview what kinds of things they need, then you begin to meet the needs of many other similar clients. So listen to those needs, share those needs without a name, of course, and let them know how you can meet those needs. 
Oh, there we go. <laughs> I love what Jennifer teaches here. Isn't that absolutely incredible, guys? Once again, this is a clip from our Seven Pillars to Profit Workshop. And Jennifer Seeley is our Divine Client Branding Coach here at Divinely Driven Results to be able to help you find who God is calling you to serve in your business. And as you can see, it becomes super powerful with your marketing and your, your sales process and, and building the great customer experience to be able to know who those people are and who God wants you to serve and in what way. So if you have any questions about your divine client, make sure you go over to divinelydrivenresults.com and book a free strategy session today because that is going to help us to be able to dive into who it is that God is calling you to serve and how you can best attract them into your business and find them to be able to make that difference that you're meant to make in this world. Jennifer is only one of our amazing eight coaches that we have here at Divinely Driven Results to empower you to achieve those sales goals that God has put on your heart with our seven pillars of a divinely successful business. So if you want to learn more, go to divinelydrivenresults.com. And then also, if you're not already part of our free Facebook group, make sure you come join us at Faithful Ladypreneurs. It's our free Facebook group for Christian women entrepreneurs in the service-based industries, just like you, who are looking to grow their business in the Lord's way. So feel free to put any ahas that you've had here in the comments below or any questions that you may have so Jennifer can reach out to um, you and be able to help answer those questions and we can do too. But thank you so much for joining and take it to the Lord, guys. Who is God asking you to find? And I guarantee you they are out there and you are meant, your challenges, your experiences, all the gifts and talents that you've been given, those are meant to be able to help other people in such a powerful way way. But we've got to narrow down to broaden out, just like Jennifer said. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching, and we will see you next time on Divinely Driven Results Show.